Welcome to the Home Service Business Coach Podcast with your host, David Mowerman. You will learn to grow your home service business and transition from being the technician in your business to being the CEO and leading your team to success. Get a front row seat where you will get practical advice from industry experts on how you can level up your home service business. Get ready to take some notes because we're going to jump right into it here. What's going on, everybody? It's uh, Dave Mormon, Home Service Business Coach. I'm coming back for another live episode here. And there's something I just wanted to make uh, some short training around here uh, inside the community on uh, my podcast here, okay? And that's going to be like literally what I think is some of the most dangerous words you can say in business. Uh, and I'll just go ahead and pull the cat out of the bag. And those words are, we've always done it this way. Okay. So just, we all, we've always done it this way. I think those can be catastrophic words inside of a business. And I'll just unpack that uh, for a few minutes here on the episode of what uh, I mean by that. Okay. So um, when you come into my service business, right? I'll give you a pointed kind of example of this. So I'm the owner of a company called Revive Services. You know, we've recently rebranded our company earlier this year um, to kind of encapsulate some of the other services that we're going to be uh, adding as we become more of an umbrella uh, based company. And uh, one of our core values, core value number five is uh, actually called Kaizen, which is a Japanese word for continuous improvement. Okay, so this is just how much, how seriously I take this because I literally added um, this phrase, this core value to the core values of our business. And that's how like serious I think this is when we get tripped up with saying words like we've always done it this way. You know, we can't actually do this, this will never work. And that's a really limited mindset that you can have, which will just be cancerous to your business, right? When you actually, like I, I coach uh, small business owners, right? You guys know inside my coaching program, when I work with owners, like if you really wanna distill it down to like, what's the bottleneck of growing your business? It's literally just one thing, right? It's the psychology of the business owner. Some people may think, $100,000 is a big business. Someone may think a million dollars is a big business and someone may think a hundred million is a big business, right? It's all in what you want and what your psychology is as a business owner. What's your mindset? And like, I just refuse to work with and coach business owners that are stubborn and stuck in their ways, right? You guys have heard me say it before, like some people in our community, in our home service community or in our pressure washing community, they've been doing this 20 years and they think they know it all right and they're like the big guru and like literally all they've done is just tick along at 100k a year and they've done the same year in business 20 times over so you know you haven't been in business 20 years you've been in business one year you just repeated that same year 20 times and so that's where this becomes problematic is when you have that stubborn mindset when you're not coachable and, you know, regardless of size, we're all limited by our own mindset and our own psychology. And so I just want to make this episode that you kind of check yourself where how open minded are you to actually doing uh, finding a new way of doing things. And so, you know, another like mistake with this, too, I think we make as business owners is 
we think that we always need to like have the answers and have it figured out. And I definitely carried that on my shoulders for a number of years. But in more recent history, the last few years with my service based business, it's like the amount of like ideas and innovation that are trapped inside my team members brains is like amazing, right? Sometimes I'll sit in the office and like be designing more systems. And I'm just like, what am I? What am I doing? Like, I need to actually get out and talk to the team members, right? Talk to the technicians that are doing the window cleaning, talk to my office manager, who is scheduling the jobs, talk to my CSR, who's taking the phone calls, like what are our clients saying, right? I got to know that as the CEO, before I go and sit in my, you know, office and drop a million systems, like, why don't we actually first go to the source of the people dealing with the problem? And so, again, getting in this mindset of like, you know, Dave, we've always done it this way, we actually like there's this will just never work, right? Facebook ads, they don't work, right? We tried it, they don't work. It's like, no, they do work if you do it properly. Um, and so just getting like stung once or twice, doesn't mean it's not the right thing to do. Uh, when I was in uh, year two of my business, moving to year three, uh, I was getting out of the office, right? I'd sat in that office role, and it literally took me four or five hires to try and find the right person for that job. Uh, and so just because I fell on my face four times doesn't mean like it wasn't the right thing to do, right? I remember um, the the first office uh, person I hired, she was literally in day two of training and I, I told her that I had to let her go, it wasn't working. Uh, and she was literally in tears. And I was just like, man, this is like so rough. Like she thought she was doing a good job, but she was doing not a good job, not a good fit. Very nice lady, not a good fit. And so there's nothing wrong as you grow your business. You're going to have people that are great, nice people, but they're really, really, really poor in the role. That's nothing on them personally. It's just like a square peg in a round hole. It just doesn't work. Uh, and you got to know that as a business owner, right? Either it's a green light and it clicks or it's a red light and it's no good. So you're, you're going to learn these things as you continue uh, to scale up your business. Okay. So I want you to keep that top of mind. And I want you to know that, you know, for you to check in and gut check in the mirror and say, what is the psychology right now you have towards your business, right? Where do you want to take it? Something we work with members inside my program is like, what do you actually want from your business, right? We say, oh, we want a million dollar business or a $10 million business. Like, why do you want that, right? Oh, I want this. I want that. It's like, do you actually want that? Because if you don't do it properly, adding more scale to your company creates more complexity. And as you grow, there's certain checkpoints in your business that can create more breathing room or can create more chaos, right? And so I'm not saying you just camp at the same level for year after year after year. But once you kind of build your business to a level, you can have a management team running it um, and kind of get out of the day to day. That's where like I really find you can figure out what you want from your business, right? For me, it's been the last couple of years really being out of the day to day and actually having time to think and strategize and figure out, okay, what do I actually want from the business, right? What other markets could we go in? What services could we add? 
Um, how could this be an amazing world-class company? How can we make things better? Like those are the things I want to be thinking about. So, you know, I, I think the we've done it, we've always done it this way. I think it trips up business owners that have been in business, say more than like five years, because you're just kind of stubborn and stuck in your ways, right? Another case in point, I was on a discovery call with uh, a potential prospect for our program um, this last week. And they um, decided that because they had an employee try take clients from them that they're no longer going to subscribe to open book management and basically just have their technicians do the cleaning. They're not going to show them the pricing. Um, they're not going to basically let them run as an autonomous unit. They're going to just have them do the cleaning and that's it. And it's like, okay, like, is that the right decision? Personally, like, I don't think so. Like, yeah, you flopped on your face, but to say it doesn't work anymore because this happened, I think you can recognize you're gun shy and you've been stung before. And therefore, we should create some checks and balances that that doesn't happen again. But that doesn't mean it's the it's the right decision just to shut it down and say, oh, I'll just take take control right back. Right. And so I want you to think as you go through your business this next month, like, what are you actually managing and are you getting in your people's way and getting in your own way from growing this business, right? I talked to so many business owners. They're like, I want to grow this business. I'm like, perfect. You don't measure success based on what you can get done each day, Bill. You measure success on how well you can leverage your time through other people on your team. Like that is literally how the business grows is can you leverage your time? And that comes to like, are you a good leader? How inspiring are you? Do people want to follow you? Do you have a big vision? Are you ethical? Are you trustworthy? Uh, all these things come into play. And so, you know, if you've been listening to this podcast for any number of time now, any you've listened to a bunch of episodes, it's like to to build a solid business, you need to have so many building blocks fall into place. And I do believe that that's why a lot of businesses don't actually scale up beyond the owner is because there's like these huge dominoes that you got to knock down. Um, and like, it's just, there's so many hoops to jump through that I think a lot of business owners give up in the hoop jumping where they're just like, it's like, if you've been on a, in a big hike before, we have this hike out here in um, Vancouver, British Columbia, where I am, it's called the Grouse Grind. And it has like thousands and thousands of steps, right? And it's just like straight up and people uh, in our city will actually like they do uh, races each year, right? I think like the record time up the mountains, like 24 minutes or something, right? Um, and and I haven't done it, the hike in a little while, but I remember back in the day when I was playing soccer, I would, you know, always want to push my fitness and see how fast I could get up that mountain. And it's like there's there's checkpoints on that mountain where if you lift your head and actually look straight up, you're just like, what am I even doing, right? Your heart's racing at like 185 beats per minute. You're sweating, you're running low on water. It's raining usually, right? A lot of, we get a lot of rain where I live and you're just like, what am I doing? And you look up and you can't even really see what your next step is. And you just get so like bamboozled and overwhelmed. You're like, what are we even doing, right? And actually on that mountain, the uh the mountain designer actually put the quarter uh progress mark like further than the quarter progress mark because they want to make you so brutally aware that 
you know, you're only a quarter in when you're actually more like a third in because they want you to turn around and go back down to your car and get your Frappuccino and in and sit in your warm heated car because it's comfortable, right? And so that's kind of an analogy just coming to the top of my head of like how you grow your business and how you hike up that grouse grind is I trained myself back in the day. You don't even look up at the the finished goal, right? You're just literally one step after the next, just like very diligent. Uh, almost military like right we just want to take that next step that next step that next step and before you know it you've taken like the the 6,000 steps or whatever it is to get up the mountain so I'm not saying lose sight of your goals but I do think sometimes some entrepreneurs I work with are actually like too visionary and head up in the clouds and always planning like today's 2022 right and their heads like always in 2025 of like when we get robots to do the cleaning it's like you know that's not here and not now right you need to be focused on a b and c uh, and that's what's going to get you to your future state so you know just a word of caution like i think don't get too overwhelmed with how many things need to fall into place um i used to say there's hundreds of systems in your business. Now I think there's thousands and in a year or two, I might be saying tens of thousands, right? There's just so many things to be dialing in. Uh, and I think we like to talk about the big ones, right? The big, the big sexy ones of like hiring and recruiting and knowing your numbers and marketing. And it's like each of those big categories have like hundreds of subcategories under them that a good business owner is going to dial in those and a poor one's going to just neglect them. And I think that what's like the most common retreat in our industry is people try to grow and scale. They like literally scale chaos because they don't have systems. And then they say, forget it. And they slide back down to owner operator and they say, you know, companies don't scale. And if you want anything done, I'm going to just do it myself. That's literally you taking the approach of like, um, literally saying the most dangerous words in business, right? We've always done it this way. This is just how it works. This is how we do it around here. So like, as you systematize your business, I'd encourage you to keep like an open mind and always look at making the business a bit better, right? Every week I have the same goal the last like two, three years, right? It's get up and just make the business a little bit better each week. And so when we do our management team meetings at Revive, like that's how I start each meeting. Like we're going to spend the next 90 minutes to just make the business a little bit better this week. So we're not coming in with some, we got some million dollar angel investment or we got some huge investment or some Silicon Valley, blah, 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 blah. Like I'm not saying you can't have that. It's just been my experience like a house is built brick by brick and a business is built like one day at a time. And so I tell the members in our program, this a lot is you measure success by progress and you measure success based on the seeds you plant and not by the harvest. And so if today, you know, coming off this, this talk, you get a notification, you booked like a $5,000 job, right? That's awesome. I'm going to be excited for you. We should celebrate that, but we should be celebrating more, regardless of your phone dinging with that 5k job, we should be celebrating what seeds you planted, right? I'd almost rather have the members of my program go door knock 40 doors today and talk to 24 homeowners and show their services than have their phone ding with a $5,000 job because I know they're going to plant seeds for the future. So, you know, I love celebrating the wins. 
you know, like we love it because it's a dopamine boost. But what we should be celebrating is like the self-discipline and the diligence and the consistency to get us to our goals. Like that's really what I think should be celebrated. So when I go to bed each night, I run through what I did that day. And I'm like, what relationships did I make, right? What seeds did I plant? Um, what content did I create that's going to make someone's life better? How did I encourage someone today? Um, you know, what did I invest in myself, right? Planting seeds in your own health too is like you went on a 30-minute spin bike ride or you took the dog for a 30-minute walk, right? Those are small seed plants into health and in investing in yourself. So be very cautious as we get to wrapping up here. Be very cautious of those dangerous words in business, that close-mindedness of we've always done it this way because if you have that mindset and you're an owner-operator right now, like the best of luck to you scaling a team because the team's going to take directly from your leadership. And if you have this close-minded approach that we figured it all out, this doesn't work, this works, forget that, do this, like to have that mindset in today's day and age is just such a problem because like the only thing constant is change, right? And and death and taxes, I think, as Benjamin Franklin said, but it's it's always change. And so when I look at how much my business is changing on a weekly, monthly basis, like it's crazy the amount of change. And so you need to have a very like open mindset. You need to almost have like your palms out, like open palm, like face, like hands up, literally like, okay, I'm ready to listen. What's the new thing we're working on this week? How can we make things a bit better? How can we implement? And for us, like at Revive, how can we Kaizen the business, right? We just want to make it a little bit better each week. Um, and I actually had my office manager come to me this last week and she's like, just so you know, your our business uh, is the only one where I've been able to have a voice where my suggestions actually get heard, right? And I'm like, wow, that's very impactful because when you look at your business, most of your employees have had other jobs and opportunities where the boss is the boss and they make the decisions and the employees are like the low paid minions, right? Who have no say, no voice, and they just take direction from you. Like I've got news for you. Like those days are over. Those companies are not growing. I think the companies that grow are the ones that listen to their people. And like, why would you, like you'd be so dumb as a business owner to not listen to your people because they're the ones directly in front of the customer running the day to day of your business, dealing with the change, hearing what our clients are saying, right? If we send out, 10 estimates and we only book one or two of them, there's a problem, right? I want to book four or five, maybe six of them. So what happened to those other three? I'm going to seek out that knowledge from uh, my team members. And I think we bring too much ego into our businesses as business owners. We think Dave's the owner, the boss, he has all the answers and look at his team that just takes direction and order from him. I'm like, man, we're flipping our pyramid upside down. I take direction from my team, right? They tell me what's going on and together we collaborate and help grow this business. So that's just how I view business. I do think your people will stick around longer if you give them a voice and give them a seat at the table, I'm not saying you go dilute your ownership structure and this just turns into a free for all. Like I still think there should be chain of command and communication, but like two ears, one mouth, right? And a sign of a good leader is like a good listener. And so some of you need to hear this episode today. 
and and level up your listening skills so that you can actually retain a team and grow something bigger than yourself because again biggest leverage in business is is the mindset you have and being able to leverage your team and when i look at our team uh, I can look at each person and say, like, this is like this person's th two or three, like, secret sauce ninja powers. And we're going to harness those powers. We're going to pull that potential out and and drop this right into Revive to make this, like, the best company that we possibly can. And so I think when you don't listen as a leader, you blow past your people's potential and you get stuck in your own head of, like, this is how we've always done it. It has to be this way. So I'm not saying free for all it, but I am saying listen to your people this week and listen to other experts in the industry too, right? Like there's a reason that things work um, and you're not special. You're not a snowflake. Your area is not different from others that we're dealing with here. Um, and, and so you've just got to keep that, that level-headedness, knock the ego out. Um, and and be open to change. And so I think the business owners that'll succeed in the next decade are those that are growth minded and open to change and open to a better way of doing things. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. We're at our 20 minute mark. You guys know the theme this year. I'm trying to keep them a little shorter, a little punchier. Um, and want to just say to you, I, I produce this show for free. All I ask if you haven't done it yet throw me a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And if you've already done that, uh, I'd love if you could share out an episode with a friend. Uh, helps me grow the audience and um, really fires me up to be able to produce more shows. So hope you have a great rest of your day uh, and look forward to chatting to you guys next week. Take care. Thank you for listening to the episode today. If you want to get even more value from David, then book your free coaching call at homeservicebusinesscoach.com.